Welcome to a Myths and Men podcast, recorded live in Atlanta, Georgia. On this show, you enjoy candid conversations for men, by men, about men's issues with an amazing twist. By exploring the arts, music, games, and film, our aim is to help men better understand themselves and navigate through life's daily challenges in order to become happier and more successful. I'm your co-host, John Parker. And I'm your co-host, Dr. Daniel P. David. And this is of Myths and Men. Of Myths and Men, we in the building. Good morning. I am John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And we are of Myths and Men. I was really getting into that music. I like our intro music. I do too. I was thinking about changing it, but then I realized you would hate me. So, I Oh, no, no. I mean, we could we could think of some options there. Nah, but um, It's too much work involved. Uh, why don't we remind everyone where that comes from? I think it was a uh, Iron Man. Iron Man, or was it yes. Mad Max? No, it was Iron Man. Was it, was, it Iron Man? Yes, it was. Okay, Iron, it was Iron, Iron Man, Man soundtrack yeah. that we found. Yeah, I really and, like uh, it. It's yeah. kind of like gets me pumped up. Hey, man, well that you should that should, you should wake I up to like, that every morning. That should be a wake up. Music. Right. Well, never mind. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> not at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's true too. You might want to uh, be a little chill. On yeah. That. Right. All right. So how are you this morning? I'm good, man. Um, you know, yeah, I just uh. I'm always in the days. I got two under two, man. So that life is always going to be. You uh, are a dad again. I am a dad again. Uh, times two. Times two. Two like square times, or times something like, like that. Seven. I don't know what's going on. I got two. Do you not sleep? S- who sleeps? Sleep when right. I'm dead. <laughs> That's the problem. You have a baby foot in your face. That's and it. It's like <laughs> That's it. Cries on one end, baby foot in the other. Ate some bad baby something the other day. I was, it just my stomach is, you know. You ate it too. It was something. That you know, thing was old yogurt stop or something. taking the kids' baby food. Okay, hey, they eat too much. They, they, eat, <laughs> they need to share. They eat like grown people. Oh understand. my goodness! Yeah, Wait until they grow up. I don't have time. I'm gonna send them to military school or something. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay, well that's that sounds like fun <laughs> for them. I don't know. We could me, that great. that fits into the X Men school. What yeah, was that? Yeah, that was uh, <laughs> Professor X school for the gifted. For the gifted. Yeah, yeah. Well, today, um, we're going to talk about old man Logan. Uh, yes, he's old now. He is old man. Um, we definitely had two different takes on the uh, overall survey of the land uh, for the movie, for the for the landscape. Yeah, I felt like it was a, a modern-day Western. Hmm. And I just never was into Westerns. Got it. That might be, that may be where this all comes from. And yeah. I thought it was amazing. So we just, you know, we're kind of... Well, I I won't I, I won't say I disliked it. Hey, you can say that if that's how you feel. It's all right. Okay, I disliked okay. it. Okay, all right. So that's where we're coming <laughs> well, from. Today. Most of it, most right. of it, anyways. See, that's okay. good. So we have. So what we're gonna do today is we're gonna give our our takes on it, um, and then we're gonna talk about highs and lows, and then uh, we'll get into the psychological implications that we kind of right. found in the movie. The um, I think a lot of that was present. There's a lot. There's a lot there for men, especially if you're listening to our podcast. You know that we want to help men to have better lives and to overcome our internal struggles. Yeah, sure. I think so that often we have external problems and we think, you know, it's our relationships are we're out on the job and having problems or stress and things like that. But, you know, really the world is lived inside from the inside out. True. It's, it's how we think. It's how we feel. And when we don't feel good about ourselves or we have some issues going yeah. on within it really does impact yeah. how we relate to people and, and how we do our work and everything else in life so sure. so yeah. so i think this is a good movie for that reason yeah yeah for sure definitely if you can't find any other hope in it right exactly <laughs> i was like well i'll just psychoanalyze the crap out of this there you thing. go okay. man, maybe it was the writers man <laughs> no 
Um, so what I'll do is I'll start off. So the background. So the thing is, which may be ne- important for you to kind of catch, not necessarily to change your opinion in the movie, but the idea for this was actually based on an alternative universe Logan. Okay. Right. So he's not the in the comic books. This Logan, old man Logan, is not your mainstream Marvel universe. You know, like Logan, mm-hmm. right? Not the same Logan from the X Men series, the movies that we at least anyway. Okay. Um, and so I think part of the issue is that they don't do a lot of explaining. They kind of hint towards um, why uh, Logan's so like um, depressed and why Charles is kind of in his funk. And I think there's a point where. Uh, in the movie, Charles says, oh, I remember what happened. Remember towards the end, he's like, I remember that day or I remember what happened, what we did or what I did or something like that. And then uh, I think there's another part where uh, Logan uh, is kind of struggling with what his part in what happened. Right. Um, you want me to spoil that for you? Do you Go ahead. Here? T- yeah, okay, tell me so, about that. You know, turn this off for the next five minutes if you want to um, or turn it down. So basically what happens in the, this alternate universe is that um, – Psylocke or some other mutant tricks or use some kind of mind control over Logan and he thinks that he's slaughtering a bunch of enemies that are coming to kill him and in fact he kills all the X-Men. Oh, he kills his own people. Yeah, he kills his own people. Oh he's my under God. A psych- he's under a trance and he doesn't know that he's killing his own people. Okay, so it's right? like a psychosis. So, yeah. Really? Okay. Use that? Yeah, right? And so he uh, he ends up killing everybody off and then he you know has this recluse life um, where he kind of uh, just 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 lives you know with the pain and the shame of having killed all his friends you know wow um yeah and i don't remember does he he kill charles too i don't know what happens i don't remember charles being a sidekick because basically in the old man logan series he's he's riding around with uh uh hawkeye um Mm -hmm. and they're like what happens is like all the villains once he kills all the x-men all the villains take over the world and well at least the united states and they break the united states off into different areas and i think red skull from the Captain America becomes like the main bad guy. Kingpin has an area. You know, all these different bad guys have areas. Right. So him and Hawkeye go off trying to go on some adventure to figure something out. You know, I'm trying not to spoil the whole thing. But I think the open sequence is like Hulk's family versus Wolverine. I think Wolverine kills Hulk's family or some crazy oh, stuff like that. Is that even possible? Yeah, Hulk I mean, is pretty he is, yeah. Pretty badass. So is so is a good old Wolverine. And isn't he just a bunch of rock? I mean, he, I mean, he, Wolverine is the man. He gets down, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I, I think he kills his family. It does something wild. But anyway, so so this is kind of like where they don't really had, add this to the movie where it kind of gives you the background. Why is he so beat up and withdrawn right, and, you right. know, addictions and, you know, whatever else is going on. But, I, I mean, that to me would be a reason why to be very sad and be depressed and to be kind of moping around or whatever. Um, so that's that. So do you want to start with your first impressions or you want me to start with mine? You go ahead. Are you sure? Yeah, you're on. You're on a good run here. I mean, um, you know, well, okay. Let, I don't want you to suppress your, your okay, inner well, angst, right? Well, you know, the, when it started off, it just started off in a in a bad place for uh, for me. I just felt this like felt like okay, there's a lot of history here that I don't mm-hmm. know about, mm-hmm. and they're in this old uh, smelting uh, factory, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, you can see that Charles is really sick and something's wrong with Charles. Mm-hmm. And um, Logan is, you know, he doesn't look good at all. He looks like he's been beat up. And I mean, uh, talk about midlife crisis. I mean, this looks like a real midlife crisis happening, yeah. right? And so I just got this sense of, well, okay, I don't, I, I'm going to have to play catch up here and figure out what's going on with this movie. 
uh, or, or these characters so that I can understand what's happening and, and how to look at this. And so for me, though, I think what really stood out was the relationship between Logan and Charles. I really, mm-hmm. I, I really, that that's what drew me into this movie mm-hmm. wasn't so much about what was happening externally, but it was the relationship between Charles and Logan. I just felt like it was a sort of a father-son relationship. Yeah. And that, um, of course, in later years, when a father um, or, or when a son is maybe around 40 or 50 years old and he has a aging father who's mm-hmm. like in his 70s or 80s, yeah. and, you know, uh, a lot can happen during that time, especially when a man may have, may or may not have lived up to his potential, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that there can be this really depressive time yeah. for men when they look at how their fathers are and their fathers, the health is failing and the strength is failing. And, you know, when we, when we see our fathers as vibrant, strong mm-hmm. men, and then we're now watching them slowly uh, become weaker and sicker and, you know, and, and, and time taking over and taking control of the situation rather than the energy of life, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of men fear this time in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really does matter that we live to our full potential, you know, up until this point, especially. This is why I really love working with both two groups of men. You know, I usually get men in their 20s coming in, and it's always good to really work with them to kind of maybe prevent everything that I see when guys come to me at 40 plus and they're having a midlife crisis and they're, they're struggling with their identity and who am I and what, what, why am I on, why am I on this path? It really is kind of disheartening to watch some of these men, but you know, there's always hope. That's why we do this work. For sure. But, um, this, this, this relationship between Logan and, uh, Charles really did uh, impact me. Yeah. I felt it was a, a that's what what I focused on most mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting too. You remember the I think he did it more than once, but uh, Charles is very intentional about reminding uh, Logan of his failures. Right, you know what I mean. Right, and, and pushing him. You right. know, and he was like, I know, I know, I know. And it's kind of like interesting. Like Charles is this old man, maybe Alzheimer's, maybe dementia, whatever's going on. But he has a lot of truths, and there's a lot of clarity in the moments when he when he says certain things. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh shoot, you know, okay. But I think his reminding Logan of his failure, he's trying to. Well, one, he's old and honorary, right? So you just say whatever you want to say when you're old, right? Right. <laughs> you just say stuff. Uh, so old people get to do, right? The privilege they have. But then at the same time, it was like, yo, like he keeps telling, like, hey, man, do better, be better, do this, do that. Like you can do more. You're you're meant to do more. But he's just like. Wolverine he's I mean he's just him you know what I'm saying and his personality and his disposition uh you know just just makes makes him do what he does you know right. what I mean and it's it's not you know and uh, Professor X is not by any means like uh he doesn't tell the future nothing like that he's just you know he just gets in people's minds or whatever so it's not like he's seen a vision of him what he could be but he's more just he just knows what he's capable of um and I thought that was kind of like a telling of Logan more so than, than, you know, Professor Charles just being old, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, Charles, definitely, you can see he still cares. He's still very much um, the father figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the, he was always the father figure over all the mutants, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he understood them. He helped them. He trained them. You know, he he created that school. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you get this whole sense that this... Uh, 
uh, family is coming to an end in yeah. this movie because the father's now very old and um yeah he's crusty and you know i mean i love patrick stewart he could yeah. be crusty of all, yeah, right, all he wants right. right but um i i have this i i certainly don't want to be crusty when i'm old okay <laughs> i i, I want to be more of a uh a wiser man an mm-hmm. elder yeah. uh statesman i i just hope i you know can stay nice hey man okay. i don't know you got to start being nice first uh, uh, stay nice. okay <laughs> the information is out now right uh, you know i'm trying to polish those rough yeah, edges okay. that i have in all myself right, white tiger, okay Ooh. okay yes all right well anyways um no he's a nice guy i was just giving him a little jab there it's all right all right it's okay i can own it <laughs> I got to do my own work too, there you, go, you know. There you go. Yep. So, so anyway, so you know, Charles is uh he's being that loving father yeah, figure, yeah. but he's also I think he sees the he he's a little disappointed in Logan. Yeah. Yes, yes. Right. Yes. And yep. that Logan always has had these issues. Um he was always angry. Mm-hmm. You know that very first scene in in uh X-Men, you know, uh you know, to me he was he was always angry always upset yeah. like a reluctant uh, x-man you yeah, know like yeah. you guys like your superpowers i don't right right yes yeah you know yeah and by the way i'm gonna throw this in here because i think this is such an important point um emotionally and psychologically you know i've always looked at the mutant powers as a part of the shadow and when we talk mm-hmm. about union psychology and we understand what the shadow means is that, you know, there's the good and the bad. Most people look at the shadow as the part that's repressed in our unconscious mind where we're, you know, pushing all the shame and rejection and all that into a dark corner of our minds. And and we want to keep it locked up mm-hmm. and that shadow comes out and and uh, sabotages us some, sometimes and hurts our relationships, mm-hmm. hurts our jobs and things like that. Or may even, you know... Uh, uh, have us uh, get addicted to drugs and things like that. So I've always seen the mutant powers as the shadow part of these individuals. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, in the shadow, and and you can kind of consult with Robert Bly or, or uh, uh, other authors who have written about the shadow, that, you know, there comes the gold. Mm-hmm. So in our wounds, there's the healing. Mm-hmm. And so in our in our hurts and in our pain, we can we can come out with compassion Mm -hmm. so and and i saw those as the positive side of the shadow the light side uh, as as in using those powers for good Mm -hmm. right but to me these mutant powers really represent the shadow um, of humanity yeah and and uh i don't want to get well i mean it's fine we're just going to come in and out of our takes and psychology but i for logan it's like you know as they kind of show, if we just stick into the movies, right? Right. Um, in the X Men's, like he, you know, was a young kid. Did he kill his? Did he kill his mom or his dad? Remember the scene where he was young and the claws, the bone claws came out of his hand. Oh. Um, and I feel like, I don't know why I can't remember this right now, but I feel like he killed somebody close to him, if I'm not mistaken, or whatever happens in that scene. Remember they were in that old house, and you know it was way back in the day, like 1800s. Right. I don't know whatever it was. I mean, he was definitely troubled. Yeah, yeah. So he's been troubled since he was a kid, right? Right. And then his whole life has been about him being used by somebody else for their gain, right? So even him being Weapon X, even him getting the anti-anti and putting them, like it was because it was to make him a weapon, 
right? Because right. of his initial healing power, right? And then if you can combine that healing power with this uh, uh, impenetrable, quick healing exoskeleton, he's the ultimate weapon, right? Right. And so he's li- he's had a troubled life, and he's constantly being used. Perfect- Professor X is using him, but it's potentially for the good, right? And then uh, Stryker wants to use him, but it's it's for the bad, right? So it's kind of like either way he goes, somebody's using him, and right. his da- his natural disposition is grumpy cat, right? So you have an angry dude that's <laughs> grumpy got, cat, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's got <laughs> yeah. this got you know like low psyche, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Has been troubled all his life, and so then you know now we see him as the old man finally being free, but then he's got all these demons and all this past, and like he says in the movie, you, you I rem- I think does he say I remember all their faces. Is that another movie that I'm thinking about, the people that he's killed? I think he tries to tell his daughter, like, hey, you know, the killing, you know what I'm saying? Either it doesn't stop or you never forget it or whatever, 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 and she kind of responds. But it's just one of those things where he's a tormented soul, and he's been a tormented soul, and he he hasn't found freedom, you know what I'm saying? And he does in the movie towards the end, and we'll talk about that too. But it's just like like guys that are out there that maybe have had trouble past or their their upbringing wasn't the best and if they haven't like we talked about before get initiated do a rites of passage right find a mentor you know start their journey or whatever they're forever stuck in a place where they're not happy they're disappointed they're sad they're frustrated they're angry and then that just leads into a life of whatever drugs alcohol crime you know uh battering the loved ones whether physical or emotional or, or you know whatever and it's just like it's an unfulfilled life you know and there was that's I think the part that was captured the most in Old Man Logan versus the other series is that yo this dude is an old man who's the one thing that he had going from that was at least beneficial the healing power and being strong and feral is that the right word yes. feral whatever V or F is one of those yeah V V Vero okay yeah. um is is gone from him he's not healing anymore um and it's just you know it's just if you don't have your prowess, what do you have, right? The one thing you had going right, for him, right, right, that can make him something where people would fear him and, and leave him alone, he doesn't have anymore. This yeah. is where you can really see that the powers were his curse, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He felt, uh, I think he just wanted to be a, a normal guy yeah. all along. And, yeah. you know, again, with the reluctancy of, over his powers and yeah. having to use them, um, having them being used, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think you're right about that. Uh, he was used as an instrument. Yeah. And so, so a lot of guys, I, I think, feel similar. Mm-hmm. You know, we have talents, we have skills, and so, and you know, I, I don't know how many times I've talked to guys who have said, "I'm tired of making someone else rich." Come on, yeah. I'm tired of you know using my powers, my skills for other people, yeah. and and you know, I've encouraged guys, hey, well then go out and try to start your own thing, mm-hmm. do your own thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's so important that we uh, allow ourselves to take risk and and to get out there in the world and and see what we can do with ourselves not not only just to make someone else rich and yeah. and that i think that kind of plays in in the symbolism yeah. there and it's like you said the reluctancy right so he's the reluctant hero anti-hero just depending on what day it is right, right. and it's like yo i'm a hero when i was like all right this is the greater good let me go do this he's anti-hero when he's like all right all right i'm reluctant but i'm gonna go do this right never necessarily the bad guy um but it's it's just that it, it it goes to show you how how you can have gifts, you can have talents, you can have skills, but if you're not using them in a way that makes you psychologically feel good, right, right, or right. you or you maximizing your potential and you're invigorated by that, right, how you just become wore down, you know what I mean? Even if you are using t- talents and skills, but if it's not benefiting you on a emotional 
physical, mental, spiritual level, it's just like a drudgery. It's like breaking rocks every day. Right. It's a job it, you don't want to have. You definitely can see the bitterness. Yeah. And a lot of men experience this bitterness around uh, around 40 years old. Yeah. You know, they've bought into the corporate mentality. They bought into society telling them that they have to go out and mm-hmm. make all this money and buy all these things and have all this nice stuff in order to prove their manhood. Right. Which is really... This is what we're, we're why we're here is mm-hmm. it's to say that is not the picture of right, manhood, right? right? right. Mm-hmm. But you know, the bitterness that comes out of that, and then the anger that comes out of that, and then of course all the abuses that you know when you're unhappy mm-hmm. with life and when when you're unhappy with yourselves, um, it, it really does come out in your relationships, mm-hmm. you know, and attitude and mm-hmm. all that. So so you can see that with Logan, I, I can definitely see where he has just been. Uh, having to to live this mutant life that he's not been happy about, right. and he's bitter now. Yeah, and didn't want right, right, and then added something to it that he didn't ask for, right? right. Like not only do I have this healing factor, but now I got or uh, yeah, this healing factor. Now I got this antianium skin, right? That is just makes me you know live even longer. You know what I'm saying? So I have to be tortured with this thing, even you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's 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 a bad situation, man. And so I think that that angle of the sad western you know what i mean like mm-hmm. here comes this old beat up cowboy you know caring for this loved one you know he's just trying to retire and, and live in his you know do his thing and then he gets sucked back into the life you know what i'm saying to to save a damsel in distress you know what i'm saying and, yeah and it's it's i i get that you know what i'm saying i definitely get that um did you was there any other like uh relational take home well i think for for logan i think in the movie at some point, mm-hmm. it's revealed that this little girl is his actual daughter. Right, right, right. And I think that that begins... By DNA. By DNA, right, right. right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I guess a, kind of a clonish daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that in itself begins to shift Logan towards this uh, actual love. Yeah, right, yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think this is where the saving grace of this movie happens. Mm-hmm. Um that he finds that uh, there's an extension of him mm-hmm. yeah, and that he suddenly now the world changes and yeah. this paradigm changes and he has to protect her mm-hmm. because this is, this is part of him. Mm-hmm. And I think this is such an important part of uh, fatherhood mm-hmm. that, which is different than the Charles and Logan relationship. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. obviously Logan is not Charles' son, mm-hmm. even though Charles plays the father really well, and he does, you know, he wants, you know, he treated all of the mutants as like his children. Mm-hmm. Um, Logan actually has a real uh, biological connection to mm-hmm. this uh, girl, mm-hmm. and I think it's important because it helps us to see where life really, what really matters in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that guys just don't get get that, and they don't understand that, and so. Um, you know, sure. In our younger years, we need to use our mutant powers right. to, yeah. to, you know, better ourselves and better people, life around us, you know, and, and help people and things like that. But ultimately, you know, I told you, I think I was going to, <laughs> I was going to tell you about the, um, the book, uh-huh. uh, five things people regret before they die. <laughs> right. Yeah. By the way, I, I was uh-huh. in at Heathrow airport oh, in man. London uh-huh. 
and I'm looking for a book to read, and that thing's. <laughs> I'm like, this is not a good place to hey, sell that book. You know, just, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna take this on the plane. Right, it's your right? last ride, man. Right, exactly. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is not an omen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know, I don't remember all five, but mm-hmm. nobody. Re- regrets and wishes they had worked harder right 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 or right. made more money right. or yeah. had a better car right right all the things that we kind of get caught up in you know people people wish and and regret that they didn't have more relationships yep. yeah more and time spent yeah yes more memories with people um more travel mm-hmm. and seeing the world taking more risk mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. uh actually just building a family and, and having more love, you know, these are the things that people regret before they die if they haven't done it, you know, living forward. Right. So, um, I think that in the movie it helps to see that Logan, um, is learning how to love. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think this might be the first time he actually loves anyone. Well, he, he, well in this, well, you know, he was in married to, I think he was, he was, him and Jean Grey had a thing off and on, right? But then right. they were Cyclops, right? Then he had, uh, what's the Japanese ladies? Uh, why I can't remember her name. That's because it's early in the morning. See, that's what happens when you got me here early in the morning. I can't remember vital facts, right? My, my, the facts button is not Go ahead, on blame yet. me again. Hey, I have to. Um, the, the Japanese uh, lady, oh my gosh, uh, I can't remember her name. I think she was in the last Logan uh, when he was uh, fighting the Samurais. You probably didn't watch Logan. You're a hater, but it's all good, man. <laughs> um, so and it's funny. So you mentioned something earlier too, and I'll get back to my other point that uh, Wolverine is like, uh, it's 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 like watching a bad act. Now he wasn't bad action film. Like you're expecting X Men and powers and mutant stuff, right? But right. it's like Logan doesn't. He just has you know blades that come out of his hands, and he just an angry dude. So there's not going to be a lot of you know theatrics besides people getting their heads cut off, right? And limbs missing. So. Right. I would have rather watched Scarface or something like that. Okay. <laughs> so are you expecting you know the dazzling stuff to happen? Right. Nah, not with Logan, man. But anyway, so yeah, so he's he's loved women before, and I, he might have had you know Sabretooth is his brother, so he had some kind of whatever. But I think yeah, not like gets not that gets. Not the type of love that gets played out between him and his daughter in this movie. Well, right. and I think that's a different type of love. For sure, yeah. That's um, a family love. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, you know, having a woman in your life yeah. um, can ultimately end up with a family. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that was ever the point in any of those um, in those movies. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, it was more about having this sexy turn on, you yeah. know, superwoman. Right, right. You know, yeah. as opposed to nurturing a family yeah. and i think what you see is you see charles as the the grandfather mm-hmm. now you see logan as the father mm-hmm. and you see this girl laura i think her uh, x23 yes mm-hmm. uh as as the daughter mm-hmm. and so now there's this family set that's yeah. you know traveling and being chased and shot yeah. at and yeah. you know wanting to be killed yeah. Yeah. and and now logan has to take care of his aging father yeah in this movie yeah. and protect his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, so the, I'll, I'll jump into my uh, happy place. Right. So I think that because being a, a, a young father to a young daughter, am I young? I don't know. Youngish. Uh, to a, You're young. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and seeing the dynamics. Right. So Charles to Logan. Right. It's he's he always was. He was trying to be the father that these kids didn't have. And, but, you know, with, even with, uh, with with Logan Wolverine, he came to X-Men as an adult. He wasn't a kid like the rest of the the crew was, right? Mm-hmm. When he came to the fold, so, um, so he's got years of being just this old grumpy dude, and here comes Charles trying to be dad to him and, and kind of guide him, right? 
But when he was in his right mind, quote unquote, he was loving and kind and knew, you know, the ins and outs because of, I guess, getting in people's minds, right? The ins and outs of Logan and was kind of able to nurture him and love him in probably a way that a father should, right? Right. But when he becomes old and honorary, he's like, yo, you're a failure. <laughs> and I'm disappointed <laughs> in you. And you could do better. And what's wrong with you? And get it together, right? Um, which wouldn't have worked at all when, you know, it, before their relationship was established, right? Yeah. Um, so he's still trying to be a good dad as best as he can, but his faculties, his mental faculties are leaving him, so he's just giving him that raw. Like, hey, just... Yeah. You, you're tripping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I love that dynamic of it. Like, man, having a dad, dad being there, dad getting older and still trying to encourage but doing what he does. And then the idea of him being a father, right? So Wolverine doesn't have, a, you know, his father, 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 right? So right. he has uh, uh, Charles as his ideal male in his life and, and trying to give him game. Like, yo, oh, this is your daughter. Okay, cool. Do this, do this, do that. Open your heart. Love her. Be kind. Stop right. being a jackass. Right. You know what I'm saying? And all these things. And it's just like, this is completely foreign to him, right? Like you said, love for a woman, love for a brother is different than loving your daughter. Right. And you can see this struggle with him this whole time. Like, yo, like, it was just bringing me to tears. Like, seeing this guy, hardened, old, killer, murderer, you know what I'm saying? X-Men, reluctant hero, mutant that didn't want to be, you know kind of struggle with all right like he's tried to leave her a bunch of times like hey man he tried to pull off on her <laughs> right. you know what i'm saying like she jumps in the trunk in the beginning then he tries to pull off on her when they're getting shot at she jumps on top of the car and she and he doesn't help her in he doesn't open the door for her she has to kind of like flip and come inside the window man you know what i'm saying like he doesn't want to be like her some dad. wild child right, 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 right. That he like, found <laughs> i've been trying to leave you at the store and you keep coming back right. like you know uh you hear stories where people have to drop their dogs off and they just drive off like and, <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a heartbreaker, right? <laughs> so that, and that's what he was trying to do with her. Like I leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? And she was you feed a kitten and they just keep coming back, right? right? And so she's fighting harder for this relationship, you know, than he is. And then over time, as his heart softest his his heart is softened. And I think, unfortunately, I think I think uh, Xavier had something to do with the black family kind of and the horses kind of you know tripping out or whatever because I think. Charles was using that as a time to kind of soften, um, soften Logan up. You know what I'm saying? At the, you know, black guys, he's either first to die in a scary movie or you just, your whole family gets annihilated. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just can't win in the movies, man. We just can't, bro. I, I know. We got to talk to Hollywood about that. that man, right? that was, that was sad. Not but it, fair. But it did good, I think, for Logan in the sense of like, yo, this dude lost it, like, lost his family. And when the dude was going to kill him, he was like, he was going to accept it. But the gun just didn't click. Like, he could have killed the dude. But he realized, like, yo, this is my fault that your family's dead. We showed up. I knew we should have left sooner. Charles was having his moment. We all love EW. Everything's looking good. Like, it, you know, it's. Like Walking Dead, man. You think everything's going good, and all of a sudden, here come the zombies. And so that same thing that happens with them, and it's just like those moments, I think, are what allowed um, Logan to kind of come into that realization, like, I have to protect this little girl, and she's my daughter. And then it kicks into high gear when he realizes she's in danger, and right. he, he commits ultimate sacrifice, right, in trying to um, uh, make sure that she's safe. And that's what a father should do, right? I right, mean, you right. know, that's that's how you love your children. You know Absolutely. What I'm By laying down your own life, right. if need be, um, so that they can uh, continue, you know, to go on. And it's just, for me, it was just that angle and that piece that kind of just sucked me in again because of my stage of life and where I am. But then also seeing this guy that I've grown up watching and reading comic books and knowing his struggle in whatever universe he's in, 
um, coming to peace. Like, yo, man, I, you know, I, this is what it feels like. He says that at the end, right? Oh, this is what this feels like or whatever. Well, the Charles is, right? actually says that when um, Logan puts him in the bed mm-hmm. and this, you know, again, for me, I, I agree. That's where the shift really happened yeah. was when they met this family mm-hmm. and then they're actually sitting down around the table. You, you start feeling, okay, there's a home life here. This is what needed to happen all yeah. along in Logan's life, mm-hmm. but never happened. Right. And so um, after the dinner, Logan takes Charles up to the room, puts him in bed, and, and Charles says to him, he says, you know, this is what life is like. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, the take, and it was like a mindfulness moment where mm-hmm. everybody was just in this moment of it's a quiet, mm-hmm. calm, home life, yep. right? And I think that men may have that at some point but often they're so busy and just the hustle and bustle of life and trying to that we forget that you know it's what's it all worth if we can't have those moments and a bunch of those moments uh where life is just quiet and we're at peace and and we're around people we love and we're in a you know place that has love and joy in it you know so for me that was the shift right there was when um, Charles, as the grandfather, father now, um, says to him, this is what life is really, what life really is. Yeah, and it's funny, like, the social implications are, um, of, you know, them mut- mutants have always been the minority, right? They're, they're always the, the outcast. They're the, the bane of society. People just trying to get rid of them, don't want them around, um, like any minority people group, right? Um, right. They, you know, wherever, you know, from, from beginning of time to now. And... You could see in that moment, like Charles, like finally, like this rest. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we've been on the run, we've been doing all this stuff, we've been hiding out. No mutants have been born for 50 years or 25 years or whatever they say in the movie. And it's just like this is peaceful. And I, I wish I could have had this life, right? And I wish I could have provided this life for my, for my kids, right? Right. For my, for my, for my mutant kids or whatever, you know. And seeing his, him, I feel like he had a moment of peace where, like, yo, I've. I, we've got it you know what I mean? this is finally happening you know what i mean he may have knew what was coming maybe he didn't know what was coming but the idea that that he wasn't able to provide that you know what i mean for his kids and for the family that he had um is is telling of you know or, like you said of of bigger picture society where you have these people that work so hard you know low-income people and they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and all they want to do is provide for their families mm-hmm. um and they just want to have opportunity to 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 participate in economic structure so that they can make things comfortable for their lives right. and charles an example of somebody that grinds and grinds and grinds and grinds all their life only to only have this one peaceful moment and not to be able to accomplish the goals that he wanted to accomplish which why he puts him in in into conflict with magneto all the time because magneto's like let's just crush them all let's just kill all the humans we can live and mind our own business be left alone and do what we do they won't leave us alone so let's just get rid of them and charles is trying this noble cause of trying to you know martin luther king it you know what i'm saying right let's you know hold hands and, and make this world a better place and it didn't work out for him you know what i mean and he only has this one moment and it's it's you know as men you know what what is what does that mean for life when all your life you're struggling and spending this time not with your family like you want to be trying to provide trying to make things comfortable and you don't you know what I mean that's got to be def- defeating deflating it's got to be like I think that's why he kind of just succumbed to whatever was happening towards the end it's like you know what like I'm I'm tired you know you know that really does bring out a lot of imagery for me because this movie was I guess 
placed in the midwest um in in the west mm-hmm. and there were these you know uh, undertones of we got to get to the border mm-hmm. um yep. you know the the immigrant situation yep. and that mutants being the the other mm-hmm. that you know american society tends to want to put people in little boxes and, yeah. and say, you know, if, if we don't look like this or if we're not like mainstream society, then yeah. we're, we're considered the other. Mm-hmm. And that's what's sad about this. Um, I think it comes out really clear in this movie. And I, I like your uh, discussion about Magneto, mm-hmm. right? He, of course, in every society, we have extreme mm-hmm. extremists, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Magneto might have represented the the extreme thinking, mm-hmm. and um, you know Xavier was trying to be um, more compassionate, mm-hmm. more caring, more let's get along, yeah. let's let's be together, let's let's honor one another for our differences mm-hmm. and 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 then our sameness as well. Mal- because, Malcolm and Martin. Well, there you go, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I I think that it's so important that we see this as an understanding that you know. Everybody wants to have a good life. Everyone wants to have a life where we can actually, like those moments you were just yeah. talking about, just, you know, but we would rather have it daily. Right, right. 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 Not at the end of my life. <laughs> at the end of my life or yeah. right before I die. Right. Yeah. I think it's really important to just understand that we all need to kind of slow down and stop treating people as the other mm-hmm. and just look at humanity as we're all all on the same planet. i can't wait till aliens show up <laughs> you know stephen hawking's I, 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 you know I, yeah. well it's either good or bad right, right? right, right but yeah, yeah. but the moment the aliens show up we're all going to be come together right. for, forget the religious divide yeah, forget yeah. all the racial divide yeah. religion everything you know we're all going to be just one humanity yeah, yeah, right yeah. so aliens out there if you and I'm not talking about illegal aliens. <laughs> There's some, there are some that would be happy to come see you. <laughs> right, uh, right. So this signal is going out into the universe right, anyways, right? So go. anyways, I'm, yeah. I digress. <laughs> but what's interesting in that too is is the fact that like, um, well, this is kind of only history I have right now that I can think of, but early church history, like Christian church history, they didn't have time to be arguing about like, uh, Protestant, Catholic, da-da-da-da-da, because they was getting their heads cut off. Right, getting, Baptist. Right, or, right, or, right, or, right, right, right. They were or, getting... Methodist right, or right. whatever. This line is going to eat you, and right, you're going to exactly. be in a, in a coliseum. Right. And so the underground church was alive and thriving because they had that commonality, right? And then, right. oh, when there's no persecution, then we can argue about black and white and this and that, right? You exactly. Know what I mean? And it, there, why does it have to have a human persecution that comes when these aliens come? That we realize, oh shoot, we're all in the same thing together because there's this other other, right? right? You know right. what I mean? That's, Extreme other. Yeah, you know right? what I mean? So if we can get that, guys, if you're listening, if we can help you understand that there is no other on this, but we are no, all. No, we, we, we are all one. We are one, man, and we need to start working together Absolutely. and try to fight these ills, you know what I'm saying, that exist out there. I just felt like we had a good moment there. That, okay? was, a, that was a nice little PSA, yes. man. Yeah. Midway through, right? So the um, the other piece that I, that um, another thing that I thought, since we're talking about, you know, the relationship, right, was Logan to uh, X, I just like calling her X-23. Um <laughs> was the idea that, man, like, DNA is so strong, right? He sees her in him. He sees himself in her, right? Right. The scene when she comes out with the guy's head and throws it at them, like, hey, Come see me. Like that right. was that was brilliant, man. Like I was like, this is this is all right. You know what I'm saying? She was real badass. Right. You right? know what I'm saying? She was like, hey, bring it. I am not afraid of y'all. Right? right. I didn't I didn't see that coming. Um, and then, you know, the fight scenes and her like 
Like just just being like, bruh, she was a beast. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's only going to get more ridiculous as she gets older, right? Because um, she's like ten or something like that. Uh, so just just seeing like I think those moments were compelling him even more. Like wow, this is like like this is me. Like she is me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this is the, I this is a part of me that I never expected. To, to 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 see right i never expected to feel what i'm feeling and i think he has regrets and you know towards the end like man i, I wish i could have built a life i wish i could be a, around a little longer i wish i could um uh see you grow you know and 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 he gives he tries to give her wisdom here and there like yo don't be so angry and you know what i'm saying chill out a little bit and you right, know what i'm saying right. but she's your daughter man and you know what i mean and and this kind of it reminded me of, you know, as a father, like I have a particular responsibility to be a certain way, act a certain way, teach my daughter certain things, uh, plant certain ideas in her mind because she has to fight against the DNA that's in in her, right? My right, DNA, right? right? And I'm a grumpy cat, man. I, I have this poster I'll show you and it has all these emotions of grumpy cat, happy, sad, angry, frustrated. Oh, I saw it on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, posted yeah. I right, said, that's right. our new feelings chart. That's it, man. Like, I want to put that in office, bro. Like, that. you're right. okay. If you're a guy and you come in and this is your description, we're going to work through that. And you're happy. It looks like grumpy cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm okay with that personally, but I realize that's not the best, right? There, there's another feelings chart with um, all the feelings on Botox. So right, <laughs> they're all flat. <laughs> that's, I mean, amazing, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we don't we don't want you to be that, but we do, I, we do get it, right? And I understand. Right. And so that, you know, was a reminder for me, like, hey, man, she could be just as grumpy cat as you, you know? And my son, too. He could be grumpy kidding. He could be irritated <laughs> right. kidding. I'll be grumpy cat. He'll be irritated kidding. Right. Um, but that's not what I want for them, you know. Right. And so I do want to be around. And if I'm not around, something happens, God forbid. But hopefully while I'm here, I'll put enough in them so that they can uh, not have to be the the grumpier version of me. Well, know? I think that's perfect for understanding when, when I say that the mutancy in all of, all of the mutants um, that represents the shadow, um, definitely our children uh, pick up our shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If we have a... If we have shame within us and we've been shamed, let's say, by our parents, mm-hmm. it's very easy to pass that shame down to our children. Yeah. Um, and, and the shadow comes out in so many different ways. There is a saying here that, uh, that we often have in group. Um, everyone in the room can see your shadow but you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it's often that as fathers, we don't see our shadow. So it's so important. Uh, to really understand what our shadow is and how we're passing it on to our children. Mm-hmm. And I think that this scene with Logan and suddenly she's coming out with the this, this, this same yeah. mutant powers, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, there, there's a good side, to, again, but there's this real dark side to it mm-hmm. as well. And, and we do, as fathers, have to protect our children from our our shadow yeah, yeah you know yeah we, that's why we do this work yeah i think he had like a lot of oh shit moments like oh yeah. shit like this girl oh shit like she is oh my you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> right. like oh, what is happening right now right yeah right and, and so as a dad when you see that like oh uh uh, these probably aren't the best qualities to be coming out, right? When your kid says shit or fuck <laughs> <laughs> for the very first time, you go, oh, no, I got to really be careful about right, my language. Right, right, right. That's it, right? And so I think that, you know, without even being around, right, and and not raising her, quote, unquote, right, she sees just like him. And he has these moments, these epiphanies, like, oh, my God. Like, I think that's why he tries to give 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 her the advice that he gives her. Right. Like, hey, dude. And it's so funny, like seeing him being a guy that didn't get poured into and then trying to pour into her. 
Like right. it was like he was giving it. It reminded me kind of like uh like my relationship with my dad to a certain extent where he you know he'd give me information, give me game, try to tell me about stuff. Um, but you can tell when he didn't get that stuff from his dad, right? Right. And so the way you know he delivers the message and he gives me the information, um, but it's it's just like. Like that's the depth of it, you know, and it's a certain depth because he's coming from he's shooting from the hip, you know what I'm right, saying, or he's right. coming from his own personal experiences, and this isn't wisdom that's passed down. So when he's trying to tell her, like, chill out, relax, you know, you're doing a lot, like, hey man, be a little girl, you know, without saying it, um, and some of the other advice that he gives her, uh, it's it's like you can see that he's pulling from a shallow pool, yes, right, yes. and he doesn't, and he, and you know, from maybe he's given some wisdom that maybe, you know, Xavier gave him or whatever the case may be, but this isn't from a life lived of wisdom. You know, this right. isn't Solomon looking back on his life or King David looking back right. on his life. You know, I'm sorry for all the biblical references, but that's all I that's got right fine. now. You got me up early, man, so I'm going to the default stuff. Um, or Yoda, with, you right. know what I'm saying? This isn't, it's not that, right? It's just like this shallow dude, bitter, grumpy, frustrated, realizing like he wants this daughter of his to live a different life, and he's he's trying. Like he's trying. He's like the dad that's trying to do better um and that usually happens at the end of life right when you're like oh man you know let me try to give my kid this information he's like dad i'm 60 like it's too late you right. know what i'm saying yeah. like i wish you would have told me this when i was 20 or 18 or 15 you know xavier was never a gandalf true indeed. you know yeah. and gandalf had that wisdom yeah. he had that wisdom and he gave it to frodo and bilbo and yeah. and and all the others uh in that cast right um and and i think that you're right. It's it's the father who has a lot of regrets. Mm-hmm. Logan has a lot of regrets, yep. and uh, he he's trying to pass something on to his his daughter, but it's coming from a shallow pool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And who man? And it's powerful. I mean, it's, it's sad too. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really sad. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So man, we have to do something with that shallow pool analogy, I, man. That I is. Know. That I is know. big. I'm gonna have to write that down. But that's gosh. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, like. And yeah. I think that men just don't get it. They, yeah. you know, we 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 think that um, making money and uh, providing all these things is really love. And I once said to a guy, you know, I worked in, with gang members in New York City, and I remember talking to a father. I said, "Your son, you know, your son wants your love." And he says, "Well, I'm, I go to work every day, and I I work twelve hours a day or fourteen hours a day." And I said, "Look." Um, and he said, you know, and he, and, he, and he was yelling at me, he says, you know, I put a roof over my son's head and I give him food to eat and all that. And, and I said, you know what? The government can do that, too. Ooh, and got he, him. And he was an elder of a church. Yeah. So yeah. I said, you know, but your son, the government can't give your son love. Come on. And I said, you need to give your son love. Come on. Right. Yeah. And, and that shut him down. I had to shut him down because yeah. he was just coming off on this self-righteousness. Yeah. And I said, look, go home. Take your son fishing. Mm-hmm. And that was my advice and, and my guidance for him. He didn't do it, mm-hmm. and his son ended up in prison. You know, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and then the father's grieving yeah. over that. Yeah. But that's what happens, you know, when we, when we come from that shallow pool. Man, you take know, your son so. fishing. Take your son you know fishing, what I mean? yeah. Imagine if, imagine if somebody was able to take Logan fishing. Right. You know what I mean? Imagine if he had that growing up, that mentorship, that guidance, that love, that father. Just take the man fishing, man. Right. He just needed he just needed a little fishing time. He needed a lot of love. That's he it. did. Wow, that is that is that is deep, man. Although Logan would have been stabbing the fish. <laughs> <instead>. <laughs> <laughs>
more like grizzly style. Right, 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 right. right. You know, but he had fun, and it would have been a good time, right, Right. for everybody. Right. There goes that Logan again. You just see him diving in and out of fish in his mouth, (laughs) stabbing him. That's hilarious. But yeah, right. Just just go take your son fishing. That's it. You know, that's all it was, and all all it needed to happen. Could have prevented this dude from ending up in prison, man. Right. Just taking this dude fishing. Gosh, man. And you know he was trying to he was trying to take his daughter fishing. You know, right. just didn't have enough time. Right. You know, things might have been different. My goodness. Well, that I mean, oof, I don't even know what else to say, man. I, uh, gosh. Uh, yeah, those are those uh, are the sorts of things that we have to be mindful of. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not living just a life for ourselves. We're living to love others and mm-hmm. to help, and especially our. You know, we got to start with our families, yeah. right? And yeah. it, you know, I always say collect. Memories, not things, yeah, yeah. and I think that's really important for yeah. men. People it, over possessions, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, let's do this then, because um, I I don't even know if I have the the capacity to follow any of that up uh, with 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 anything from a besides a shallow pool at this point. Um, no, no, it's not so. So then, so what are the the psychological take homes you have? I can start, or you can start. Just like in general, like man stuff that uh, maybe we've talked about you know, or you want to expand on, or if you have some ideas of something we haven't kind of, you know. Well, I, you know, again, I think we've, we need to think about the, the other shadow side of mm-hmm. Logan, which was that clone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man. That, that, that was vicious. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, I look at that and, and say, okay, you know, it's so important. And, and if, you know, if you're listening to this podcast and if you're one of our regular guys that to understand that, there, there is a, a place for doing this work, especially because um, our shadow, our dark side, um, you know, we saw it in Kylo Ren and and, um, and we've seen it in other characters, can really destroy us mm. and and hurt us and, and hurt the people we love and, and hurt humanity. And so it's so important for men to sit down and really look in the mirror and say, okay, you know, what am I not dealing with? What am I not looking at? Um, I have a Wednesday night group and we start group with uh, a meditation. And then I often say, okay, it's important to tell on your shadow. So shadow work for me is a great place for men to begin to experience healing and change to find out where we've been wounded and, and so Logan really just exemplifies all of these things where he's been wounded, he's bitter, he's angry, he's hurt, he's, you know, in his midlife and, he, you know, he, he's seeing his father die, you know, father figure die. Um, and it's, you know, I, th- I, I always say it's never too late mm-hmm. to do this work. I don't care how old someone is. Yeah. Of course... If you're a younger person, it's better to avoid all of the mistakes in life and, <laughs> right. and, and get with somebody who has some wisdom to help you. But no matter where we're at, I think it's important to do this deeper work mm-hmm. and to uh, own up to it really quick yeah. and, 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 and do the work. So that for me, that's where I, I see this, this uh, connection. Yeah. It's funny, um, as you spoke, so X-24, right, the, the clone of, of Wolverine, it goes to show you how you can manipulate something or raise someone, right? So if it was just follow me down this analogy right. train, right? Um, metaphor lane. Uh, Charles is Logan's late dad, right? He comes into his life later on, right? You have the the other scientist who's creating these clones. 
he's the father figure to X24, but he raises him to be a murderer, a killer, a, a right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and you, you, they, you can see that relationship that they have. I think the point in time where um, the scientist dies or whatever, or he gets injured or whatever, X24 looks and he gets upset. Like, you just hurt my dad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know what I mean? And so, like, he has that connection to him, that fatherly connection, but you see what he's doing. He's raising his son in a terrible way. Right. Right? And it's like, for me, it's like, yo, don't be that dad. Don't mm-hmm. be the dad that sees the potential or sees the goodness or sees the greatness or sees the potential. I probably said that twice. Um, in your child, um, but you don't take the time to nurture, to develop, to grow, to... Um, put what's in them what's what's put in things in them that's necessary for their beneficial growth and development right and even sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be an evil thing it could be a good thing but it could be become an idol right in the sense of oh i'm gonna live vicariously through my son right i can't i didn't accomplish the things or my daughter the things that i wanted to accomplish so i'm gonna make sure that i push them in this direction right um hey man if your son wants to bake cakes man put him around some dudes that bake cakes you yeah, exactly. If you're worried about him being soft or whatever, hey man, there there are dudes out there that can mentor him and take him under their wing and show them how to bake cakes, and he doesn't have to be something that disappoints you, right? Right, absolutely. You know, and if that's even the right way to put it, but you follow what I'm saying? Oh, like, I get you know, it. I think that's spot on. Yeah, yeah, and people get bent out of shape about this stuff, but like, no, just you as a father, you're supposed to see the potential. You're supposed to see what they're good at, and you're supposed to give them the opportunity to excel in those areas, right, as much as possible, uh, without letting your own um, wants and desires getting in the way of 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 good parenting, um, and I think you can see that contrast. And the other thing for me is just the idea of living the life that coulda, shoulda, woulda, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, living an unfulfilled life. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Logan didn't know how to do anything better, which I I doubt because I'm sure Charles was in his ear often about what you could be to the to the end, right? Hey, right. do something different, be better, right? Um, but it's just whatever was going on within him, he didn't go and get the help that he needed to get right and that's kind of our thing with these guys like guys man like we talked about it you know in past podcasts about the uh, um the hero's journey and, and different things of that nature finding the mentor all these different things like man if you realize that you're living a life unfulfilled that you're potentially heading in a direction of woulda coulda shouldas or even if you have and you want to kind of rectify that or do it you know something different with the rest of your time like it's not too late like that's what that's what we we do you know, that's the point of coming to see a therapist. That's the point of coming to talk with us. That's the point of being in the groups so that we can really understand that, hey, man, there's nothing worse than in, than, than living a life unfulfilled. Right. Right. And especially when you can do something about it. Right. And it's it's sad that, again, the call that I'm making to fathers is like, yo, you have to be intentional about that time with your kids taking them fishing so that, you know, and, and doing your best not to have to pull from a shallow pool. Right. Um, so that you can. um be a part of the the process of raising a, a, a responsible person. Um, and I think that was the the bigger picture for me. Like, man, there was so much potential in Logan. There's so many things that he could have did different, you know. I won't say better, but definitely different. Mm-hmm. And he had the potential for the situation with his daughter. And I think through, you know, the ground, the time that they had together um, will probably, you know, go with her. Um, but I think she's going to be even more of a – a badass than than Logan was, you know right, what I'm saying? Especially right. that that you know these people killed her father. Whatever, it's probably gonna make her even more upset. Um, but I think if he could have known to do better and would have tried to do better, he probably could have did better in his own life. And then even in the short time that they had together, been even more instrumental in her uh, becoming a force for good. Not saying she'd be a force for evil, but just you know, right. So you know, in wrapping this up, mm-hmm. I think that it's so important for men just to hear th- hear this message. Maybe go back and watch the movie and see it 
for the relationships mm-hmm. and and look at the relationships and then you know the me- what's the message there mm-hmm. the real message is to live life yeah. and experience life mm-hmm. and and don't worry about your superpowers mm-hmm. um you know the superpowers are in many ways were so even when they were powerful they were harmful mm-hmm. um and they never really allowed them to be human that right. and that's the whole i think the whole subplot behind the x-men series is that they're above and beyond human right some something that we all kind of have a fantasy about Mm -hmm. but often what we do is is those things either being a perfectionist Mm -hmm. right that's a superpower um you know being smarter than everybody Mm -hmm. else that's a superpower you know being stronger than any you know so we're always looking for these richer Mm -hmm. you know all these things um and we just got to let go of those superpowers and just be human mm-hmm. and you know and and really hopefully we'll by the end of our lives we'll we'll draw from a deeper pool right mm-hmm. and and i think that that's something that i would just encourage men to think about yeah. that's brillante is that even <laughs> spanish i don't know if it's portuguese <laughs> but that no that was you hit it man that's that is such a nugget i want you guys to rewind that last few minutes and hear hear what this man said again man dr david Daniel just gave you some major game. There you go. Yeah, and I, I just no problem. I, I it's it's sad that um a lot of times we don't get this stuff in the home. You know, we don't right. get it in our own community, in our own context. Right. Um, but this is why we're here and this is why we're doing what we're doing because mm-hmm. we want guys to pull from a deeper pool, to draw from a deeper pool. Right. Um and this is hopefully as you follow us in our growth and development, you'll be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited too, man. This was a a, a good casual yet enlightening conversation about uh, old man Logan. Um, that I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed the flow of this. I oh yeah, this our, was good. The, yeah. You know the back and forthness of it. Um, so yeah, we're. Uh, I, I'm very. I'm rarely speechless, man. But this was such a. I got a lot of thinking to do, man. I'm gonna be <laughs> in a zone on the way home, man. Like. Please, man, let us know how you feel about this co- this topic. Uh, you know, give us uh, your comments. Um, you can email us at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. We already got some stuff coming in. and we Yeah, got really appreciate the listeners yeah. um, giving us ideas and For things sure. like that. And, For sure. And feedback. That's yeah. awesome. We've been getting voicemails and everything. We're excited yes, over yes. here. Um, so keep them coming. Let us know what's going on. Give us some topic ideas. Give us some books, some music, some movies, anything that you got. Poems. It doesn't matter. Right. Um, that we can kind of digest and discuss on the show. We love to do that. And please share us. Yes. You know, with others. You 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 know we can't reach everyone. Uh, you, you know, if you're listening and you know someone who needs this, you know, email them the link. Mm-hmm. We're on SoundCloud. We're mm-hmm. on iTunes. Yep. Yep. We're in Stitch. I think it is. Okay. Um, you know. Our website isn't doing so well, guys, <laughs> right now because it's overloaded and right, it's right. crashing. So, yeah. so go to SoundCloud. Yeah. I think that's the better place and, and find out Miss and Men. Yep. We're good to go. Well, we appreciate your time. I'm John Parker. And I'm Dr. Daniel David. And this has been Of Myths and Men. Thank you for listening to Of Myths and Men podcast. If you or someone you know may be in need of therapeutic or counseling services or even life coaching, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Our contact phone number is 770 770- Six seven four zero five five three. You can also reach us via email at contact at ofmythsandmen.com. That's contact at ofmythsandmen.com. Our web address is ofmythsandmen.com. And again, that's spelled ofmythsandmen.com. Thank you for listening.